adjective, moving fast or doing something in a short amount of time. He was always quick to the point to point out her faults. Of a person, prompt to understand, think, or learn. Intelligent. It was quick of him to spot the mistake. Welcome to Detroit Dar Talk. And today in the office at AKA Studio, we have me and me and me. Tim me. <laughs> and Tom. <laughs> and everybody should have just did you do the me we have me and me and me you know what we <laughs> so when i was uh i, I know none of you guys uh, are familiar because it's a, or a michigan thing for scouts but there's this uh summer camp called trail to eagle where it's just like a merit badge factory and the year i went oh, nice. the year i went one of our uh like assistant, like he's like the senior patrol leader or whatever. His name was Richard Quick. So of course, everybody called him Quick Dick. Um, <laughs> most unfortunate name I think I have ever encountered in real life. Um, High school math teacher named Harry Pole. Actually, oh, reading reading the definition, um, it was it just it was so accurate about the development of the blaster. Like adjective. Moving fast or doing something in a short amount of time. It it's been w- one month and five days, and of a person. My mind, how prompt, how prolific and efficient the your beta test of the quick has been. It yeah, it was. Well, I have to thank all of my betas. Um, but the second definition of of a person prompt to understand, think, or learn intelligent. It was quick of him to spot the mistake. Alex. <laughs> Alex was always like first to like spot all the mistakes. And I'm like, ah, oh. literally only found holes in your design. Uh, th- that, that was probably the, um, the reason why my room is a disaster. Cause just cranking out updates when work yeah. is slow and stuff like that. So, well, I'm sure that, uh, you'll tell us all about that in a little bit. Um, yeah, why don't, Tell you what, we've got a letters to the host, so why don't we knock that out real quick, Ba-dum-bum. and then we'll move into recent events, because we were all at a recent event a few days ago. So, our Patreons have voted, and the letter to the hosts that they want us to answer is from HappyDude96, a.k.a. Cody, and he says, if you could only have three people in your perfect hvz squad who would they be and we're gonna give this a stipulation that um we're coming at this from the vantage point of each host is at an hvz event without any other hosts there so none of us will pick each other to be in their squad um all right since nobody else is speaking up i guess i'll go first um the first person that immediately comes to mind that I always want um, watching my back at my side uh, is definitely Justin Pinnell. Um, you know, we held that line together at uh, Youngstown for the um, Harry Potter Invitational final stand. And uh, I don't know, that just really cemented in my mind. That's like, you know, in my mind, the pinnacle of... Um, HVZ tactical cooperation, I guess. I don't know. So Pinnell would definitely be one. Um, Scotty would definitely be one. Um, just his immense 
knowledge of the game. And, uh, you know, the fact that he goes in after and like journals each event and can go back and reference things and, and uh, he, he just very much is taking in details that my ADHD mind doesn't have the opportunity to catch. And then, oh, I don't know, man, my third is probably a toss up. I think I have to go with Bogue, Drill Princess, um, who only uh, was narrowly, who only narrowly beat out um, uh, Tyler. Uh, but Bogue is one of those guys who just will uh, pull something completely out of his butt and uh, e- either save the day or end up going zombie. So, so that's my choice. My three choices: Bogue, Scotty, and Pinnell. Nice. All right, I'll go next. Um, I a little bit haphazardly chose people, but um, I haven't been to any big HPZs, so. My team, um, and one is purely off of hearsay, and mainly because I admire their loadout. So uh, first would be Buff Daddy, um, just because I feel like he's exceptionally efficient and just just good. Like it's it's always been hard for me to kill Buff Daddy. Um, so when I'm a zombie. So I figured he would probably be good on the team and probably very resourceful. Um, second would be Brain because, I don't know, same thing. For me, it's kind of hard to kill him um, when I'm a zombie. Uh, and he's very nimble. So, And then the third one would be Captain Xavier because I admire the FDL modular proton pack loadout. Uh, I just feel like he would be a very efficient heavy uh, and very effective. So I think his email address is designated heavy at something.com. Done. <laughs> yeah, brain, uh, brain was uh, in my running too. Yeah. So are we allowed to pick the same people as other hosts have picked? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll say yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to take two of those to Adam say we're kind of on my list, partially because I've had, a more limited HVZ experience than Tim and Tom. So I'm kind of going with people that I've run with before and that I know. Um, so I'm going to say uh, I like the picks of Buff Daddy and Brain both. Um, Buff is definitely the take risks and go off and do stuff, but also will happily carry the really crappy ammo that needed that can only take out the one zombie and he doesn't care. Um, and he's, He's really good at staying alive when he wants to. Um, Brain is just got that experience and he's very calm under pressure. So I appreciate that. And then I'm going to do this super cop out here. And my third is going to be the person that asked the question, Cody. Mm. And he will actually probably always be outside of the host of Detroit Dark Talk, my number one choice to squad with yeah. because he has proven himself to me. <laughs> In multiple HVZs and kept my butt alive. You know, I don't know why I didn't think of Cody. Maybe because he posed the question, but you're right. He is a solid, solid uh, yeah. player. Should, should I go now? Go for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so also cop out. I'm also choosing Cody for reasons we already discussed. Uh, Cody's one of those people where I can just run dumb shit with, and he's going to you know, like match the exact same vibe. Um, Then I'll go with... What should I go with? 
trying to think about people who I've like run with in like a, in a squad before, like sure. been pretty pretty good with. Oh, uh, Jang. You know what? Jangular. Uh, ran with him in how was that? 2017, 2018? 18. Yeah, 2018. And you know, like that worked out pretty well. Uh, we we covered each other's sixes pretty effectively. Um. Oh, and then Archer. Yeah. Archer. Archer just matches the vibe too. Good times. If Archer isn't starting as a zombie to do the zombie dance parties. Yeah, very true. Hype squad. That's my three. That was a fun question. That was a good one. It's a good one. Even though most of us just answered Cody. I mean, there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's a cop out. Yeah, there were. it's hard to narrow it down to three. Because I have so many people that I've met through the hobby that I just love playing with. So, You know who I have never, to my recollection, actually played with? Is Anna. Yeah, I don't think I have either. She's always been, you know, either modding or uh, running the events or is just kind of tagging along for the ride at this point. I've not, I don't think I've ever actually played a game with her. So anyways, uh, that's our load of the host for today. Um, we had a recent event. And Alex, this was your baby. This was your brainchild. So why don't you uh, take us into this part? We Well, we, we had two, didn't we? We haven't talked about uh cane trio event oh right? that's true well that was kinda, Alec, yeah. that was kind of his orchestration as well yeah talk about your fetus <laughs> <laughs> your well, fetus. we'll do a, i'll do a brief mention the cane event kind of came about the cane trip uh i had been a few weeks back and mentioned it to adam and you had expressed some interest in making the trip down and trying it out so i talked to my wife and she was like, yeah, you know, go ahead, go down with your buddies again. And then we dragged Tim into it and made a little mini road trip down. Um, that was a fun time. Uh, but the the baby is uh, we did our we did a big park war. Um, kind of the Parkour! first, I guess that would be my first as a, as a club admin, my first like event that I've done more than just kind of assisted with. Um, and I kind of had this idea to like reinvent how we were running park wars and what the expectations would be for them um, and try to turn them into these little small scale events into something a little bigger. And I think it worked pretty well. We got what, 20 people attended. Um, I think everybody had a good time from what I've heard and wants to do it again. So yeah, um, I can talk more. If people give me direction <laughs> on what to talk about. I liked the park war. I have not been to a park war previously. Um, so I think that it was an excellent start to uh, having park wars, uh, like SDNC, like an SDNC park war schedule. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it was really, really good. I wish we had a little more cover because a play field was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um but yeah, it was a blasty blast. Yeah, and the cover in that part of the um, park is deceiving because the uh, trees are like thin. So, like just looking through that little wooded area, um, it's deceiving. But the the tree line, the 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 foliage ceiling is much lower than you first realize. So, while yes, you can see straight across. A lot of those trees, you really got to duck down to have line of sight on anybody. So, yeah, it was an interesting thing in the first game. You know, I went out there and I 
took you know lined up on someone took a shot and it hit leaves like 20 feet from me uh and so you really yeah you had to get like low or like find a really good sight line where it was you know just perfectly between the trees to be able to hit people at range so it it was weird like we have a high cap so the high cap kept the field big but the trees shrunk it up at the same time like you had to get kind of close to people to have a chance so I, I liked it. I thought it was a really different experience in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah like, R- range and accuracy was definitely more beneficial than rate of fire. Yeah. For sure. And then, like, I don't know, just my whole concept with this, with how we were going to do this was, it seems really simple to me, but it was, you know, come up with your playlist beforehand try to stick to it as best you can while still giving your players like votes in the middle. So like, you know, when we hit like round three of the game types, I said, all right, guys, what are you feeling? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And they all voted for, I think that was the awfuls round. Like everyone's kind of wanted to break and wanted to do something a little more fun and less competitive. Although I think awfuls was probably the most competitive awfuls round. Yeah, definitely the most competitive. I thought, I thought, Awfuls was the most fun, to be honest. I think a lot of yeah. people had the most fun playing Awfuls. We had some fun Awfuls I, out there too. Yeah. Oh man, it was Awfuls was Awfuls Kings was amazing. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was good. I, and then I I I took Shaddock's advice a little bit because he threw out that he would like to play Ion Rush, and we were talking about oh we need some cover this and that, and then he was like well no like what if we did Awfuls Ion Rush. And I was like, ha, ah, that that's that's actually great. So I think that's kind of worked into the playlist already for the next one is awful Zion Rush. because uh, that should just be absolutely hilarious. Um but yeah, so I like it went well. I think we'll probably like I had the idea to like find a few different parks and move it around, but I kind of also like the idea of like establishing a home park so that it's like everyone's familiar and it's just like we we get that feeling of like this is our park war and we do that um so i think we're going to keep using that park as long as we can and like we won't rule out other parks but yeah and i i just want to say thank you to tom because tom was also co-hosting this with me and he was the one that suggested we use firefighters when my original park kind of hit a snafu and it probably isn't going to work out for us and you know helped some do, do some of the logistics for that so thank you tom I got you, buddy. Yeah, and did we pick up a new member? Just like was g- walking through the park, saw us, and then came over and joined. Is that what? Yeah, I, I believe a, a kid and his dad were walking by, and the kid was like, "Hey, I want to do that." And the dad came up with him and asked. I, I wasn't there at the time, but asked. I think it was Tom and Devin or someone uh, asked them like, "Hey, can he play?" <laughs> and so we, you know, we got them signed in and. You know, made sure the dad knew he had to hang out because his kid was, you know, underage. Oh. And um, so yeah. he wasn't just a random person in the park. Um, Dan is letting me know. So a friend of ours from Scouts was uh-huh. there playing disc golf, and that kid is the son of one of his disc golf buddies. Okay, so, uh, the son of a friend of a friend. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, he, I he... thought I thought we had literally a walk up, which which would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's still cool because yeah. I mean it, it. You know, it's one step away from just a random 
person walking up and joining. And and he's been very active in the SDNC server, you know, asking oh, yeah. questions and, and learning about uh, the hobby. And yeah, <laughs> I had to kind of chuckle because uh, he posted a picture of a um, Max Striker right next to one of those you know, just horrendous Chinese knockoff, you know, yeah. probably adapted from a gel blaster, you know, looks like a red M16. And he's like, which one's better? And everybody just unanimously, yeah, the striker. Don't, don't buy the Chinese knockoff crap. So, but uh, yeah, it went well. Everyone had fun. Can't really ask for more. Yeah. Um. So we're not really like tied down to a time limit. We just show up and play. Right. So, we could play for like an extra hour if we wanted to. I thought four hours was pretty good. Yeah, no, the the eleven to three was just the times I picked because I felt like that was a good amount, and people would probably be tired out by the end. I mean, I was wiped out by the end. Yeah, it, it but was, I also didn't take any breaks. It was a good time to end. Good. I uh, I don't know how you do like eight hour cane events because that's like that's a lot of time. Like I, I realistically did a six-hour cane event. I sat out the last two hours or so and just chatted with people. Do, do they like pause for lunch or something? Or uh, no, they keep it rolling <clears throat> at cane, but they oh, suggest people run out for lunch and like not play every round. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> like I, you get you get your money's worth, and it's like. You if for us who have to drive quite a distance to get there, like it, it's kind of makes it worth it in a way, but it's also a really long day because after that you still have to drive home unless you have a hotel. Yeah, like so after the first Z13 that was at the Laser Tag Arena, Sam tried to host a park war, and I I think he had like three people show up, and I think it was mostly just because everybody was wiped. So I I truly see. You know, our uh, we're having a barbecue and, and a backyard war at my place for like our out of town guests uh, after the the June Z one three, and I fully expect that to be very low key and a lot of hanging out and just you know some some low key matches, um, you know maybe some slower paced stuff, um, but not pushing it. You know, no no uh, atomic speed ion rush matches or anything. I think um I think four hours is like a good like happy medium for yeah i've played enough i could probably use some i'll be sore tomorrow you know type of thing um i like i think the three hours for z13 is fine because i can still do other things with my day um but i wouldn't i wouldn't complain about a fourth hour i guess and we get that this time well that that last hour will will be the raffles and stuff Oh, we do get the yeah. Oh, we, so we get a full three plus an extra. Yeah, one. we we have the area till one. Um, Hell yeah! So we'll play till noon, and then we'll do the raffles from noon to one. I'm very excited for the raffle. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of good prizes. We got stuff from uh, France Foamworks and Warhol Wares and uh, Gargunkle Nerf and supposed to be something coming from Blastercore. As well as something from who else? Um, trying to think. Oh, it's something from Old Fusion Designs. Wow, really? Uh, that's what I heard. Huh. So, there's gonna be a lot of good prizes. A lot of good prizes. So. So what has everybody been working on? Are we there yet? Sure. Um, I am printing another Griffin <laughs> for Sebastian this time. 
I am going to post into the chat the what I am printing right now. Well, a color schematic. <clears throat> and that is going to be Sebastian's Griffin. Oh, that's going to look great under the... That's exactly why lights. he did it. It's it's all going to yeah. be zero fluorescent, with the exception of the um, the gray parts is, uh, I think, E-Sun silver. It's like a... Very nice. Like a gray silver. Is this the new Griffin? No, he wanted the old one because he wanted the color separation above the um, mm. side hand, side panels. Understandable. And I also wasn't sure if the thumbhole stock is compatible with the 1.3. And if it wasn't, I didn't want to screw around with trying to modify files. So he gets, I don't know if this is a 1.0 or a 1.2, but this is what he's getting. So uh, hardware-wise, it's identical to Milo's. So it's got uh, Michelle 2.0s, Instantados, um, 43 millimeter crush. So should be hitting the exact same as Milo's Griffin, which I think is around 100, 110. Yeah, it's perfect HVZ spec. So I'm Very hoping nice. to have that ready for the 25th. Nice. Yeah. Who else has been working on stuff? I know we we all know that Adam has been working. I'll go on last. Stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> that'll be the segue. Tom. Well. Uh. No. No. Nothing. <laughs> been working on uh, a cat. Out of darts. I've been working on something for you though. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'm not gonna talk about that until it's in my hand because I'm not sure it's getting sent at this point. Really? It's it's a week and a half late. Did you message him? Yeah. And what they say? No response. Huh. Really? I've been getting yeah. really good, like quick responses from out of darts lately. Dang. Hmm. That's interesting. And I just checked my, uh, cause you know, like they use Shopify and my order straight up just gone. Do they send you a confirmation email with a, yeah. Tracking? Oh no, they sent me a confirmation email. But last week when I was checking my orders, like it was still there. Uh, now it's gone. So they printed the label and then now it's just not in the system anymore. Yeah. That's like my, my order just straight up doesn't exist in Shopify anymore. Dude. Delivered orders drop out? Uh, yeah, but it hasn't been delivered. It hasn't even been mailed. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Brain has a good point. I wonder if there's a phone number you can call. Oh, Dan says his Swift did that. And clearly he got it because he was able to lose the uh, spring cap. God, that, that's like such a that's such a terrible way of running it, right? Just not saying anything? Absolutely. Yeah. So, Tom, in your confirmation email, there should be a link for view your order. Yeah, it, it doesn't have an order anymore. Like, on not through Shopify, but, like, actually on the Out of Darts website yeah. that loads? Yeah. Weird. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's like a $400 order. Yeah. yeah, that's an expensive blaster. Yeah, you should see if you got the refund and didn't notice. I mean. I definitely would have noticed. I would have gotcha. gotten a notification. Yeah, I gotcha. Not like his job is banks or something. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, crazy. Hmm. Well, you'll have to keep us posted on uh, on this. Uh, Call him out on the social mead. Yeah. All right. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I, I was thinking I had something like nice and sagely to say, and nope, my brain just got paid. So you got that sucks out of it. My sorry. He fucking chose violence. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry Tom that really sucks I hope that it gets resolved soon uh, but in the meantime you got two blasters coming your way next Alex talk about right. your DACA DACA, DACA. Uh, I got two DACAs um, 
So I haven't really worked on it super much, but I finished the uh, solenoid flywheel takedown mod and uh, got it working smoothly and was ran that at the park war for a few rounds and let people play with it. Um, I, I need to tidy up a little bit of stuff like on the file set before it's released. And I need to decide on recommended motors because as we all heard at the end of the park war, the honey badgers were on their last leg and literally changing pitch as people were revving the blaster. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe not recommend that. Could that just have been a low battery though? No, that battery was fine. That battery was at like 10, 10 or 11 volts still. I have not had good luck with honey badgers that I have purchased and put in blasters. I can't tell you why, but I just have not had good luck with them. Yeah. Huh. So, don't know. Yeah, and that's true. Like, I've liked them. I've liked the performance out of them and every blaster I put them in. But, like, thinking about it, uh, I had them in a Mayfly, and we all remember what happened to that Mayfly at Grove City. So, you know, and now the takedown sounds like at least one of them is about to go in the takedown. So... Yeah, I might be done using them, even though I really did enjoy the performance of them. Um, but I think, Adam, you recommended Krakens just as a, a little lower FPS, but pretty standard. I, that might be it. Um, I, mi- I might try cool, too. Yeah, I might try that new Band Blasters motor that they, they're selling individual motors now. And I might try that because it's a little higher RPM, and that might be good for micro wheels. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so that's coming along and almost done. It works. It's a it's it's a it's a working blaster now, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, just today, I tuned up my links because, as Tim is well familiar, it's a problem child. So um, yeah, that's that's been what I'm working on. I I think I got the links sorted. Probably the next event I take it to, it won't work again. But we'll see when the time <laughs> yeah, comes. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna play around again with mine a little bit, but I'm at the point same point you are where I might just end up being a a wall hanger. If if I've resolved it, if it works, I'll take a look at yours and see if the same stuff that was I noticed in mine is happening to yours. But we'll see. Adam, there were a bunch of random pistol-sized blasters at that park war, and it seemed to get a lot of love. Not as much love as at freaking Kane. Truth. Well, why but... don't you talk about what those random blasters were? Oh, oh, very random. Um. Ooh. Okay, so I... They were adopted quickly. I made a blaster in... You you talked about it a little bit on the last episode. Yeah. But you weren't nearly one... as far along in the uh, design process at that point. Yes. One month and five days, I have made a blaster. Um, So I had this idea of like... Well, let's take let's take what a flywheeler is and distill it down to its like core components, which is like a pusher and some motors and a magwell and like some switches and stuff, right? And then let's make that as small and compact and modular as possible. So, I came up with this thing and I don't I don't even remember what I called it at first, but it now is known as the Flycore, um which is a flywheel core. Uh it's exactly what it sounds like and it's designed with an N20 pusher, and you can put it in any blaster that you want or any thing that you want. And it's supposed to be able to help creators and people in the hobby flywheel something, right? Or design something. Design a shell that fits the fly core 
and all of the hard work is done, right? So you could just, you can make a box and as long as it fits the simple dimensions and the four bolt holes or five bolt holes um, on either side, <clears throat> I think there's nine, there's nine total and they're, it's a very simple layout. Then you figure out a place to put some switches for rev and pusher and you have yourself a flywheeler. So that was the whole idea. And um, it was first for angled. I just did it first for angled talons. And um, it's FTW cage and Pulsar Hurricane cage and full-size cage. So it'll take any motor and any wheel on the market. You can put 180s in it. Um, let's see. And it'll take... it. It's N20, so it, it's got a position switch there. So it's like kind of like a small rapid strike. It's wired as such, too. So um, any N20, it's up like three, 300 RPMs to 3,000 RPMs. 3,000 RPMs is like 50 darts a second or something. Um, and so I designed this shell for it that I my CAD file name for it was Quick Pistol. And then it became known as the Quick Blitz because we started talking about names and I kind of liked the Blitz name and it seemed really, um, it seemed to kind of match the behavior of the blaster because it's like if you have this thing with like um, Krakens or Merlins or Fangs, you know, on a higher feed rate N20, it's just like a wall of darts, right? So anyways, Angle Talon, um, blaster for the flycore called the quick uh like the flycore it fits any wheel any motor um and the nice thing is that it fits the slim angled talons as well as full angled talons because slangles the slangles okay so it fits the slangles as well as the full uh angled talons right the full size ones flangles um, consequently uh, the slim angle talons, the sl slangle, sorry, don't really feed very good, uh, if they get dirty at all. So, uh, that's a problem that we're starting to, um, see with using these, right? And so this is not a blaster problem. It's a magazine problem. So, uh, Nightingale will have that issue as well. We found that out the hard way it came. Well, Nightingale <laughs> may not have as much of an issue because it's semi-auto. It's true. It's true. Um, so, I mean, I've I've had the dart stick. So, if you're having if you're doing high rate of fire, then it could definitely be a larger issue than if you're just doing onesies, twosies uh, out of the nightingale. Um, but it's like it it could be an issue because um, everybody's excited about these magazines. But if you're doing any sort of high rate of fire, you need to make sure that you have them clean and they're using really good darts. So definitely not um, for use at Kane. Yeah. No. So um, I'll post one of the pictures. Everybody's pretty much seen it at that at this point in the Discord, but I'll post a quick... A uh, quick aside a, a quick on pick. the Slangles real quick. Since I have now cleaned 13 of them, they're actually very nice to clean because the bottoms are friction fit on. And you can mm. very easily pop them right off, pull the whole follower out, and it makes cleaning them a breeze. Which, Nick. if you invest in them, you're probably going to spend a bit of time having to clean them out to keep them working well. Now, Adam, or Alex, that's a fair point. Did you have any feeding issues at the parkour? 
Um, I only ran them a few times. Um, now my quick pistol that I was using was a much earlier version beta and it has never fed well, but that's a me issue, uh, not an Adam's design issue. And so I don't know. I ran a nightingale for one round and it was getting a few hangups. Um, and I'm not sure what was causing it. Uh, I'm not sure if that was dart selection or if I just had a bad mag or what. Um, but overall, it was still performing pretty well. I think like two shots out of the 15 kind of didn't want to like push cleanly with the trigger pull. Um, so I don't know. I, I am hesitant to say that that was completely mag issue or not. I don't know. Yeah, I am. <clears throat> I think the mags are promising, but I I think that we're going to have we're going to see chronic issues at um high rate of fire so i agree yeah i mean it's just going to be for anything which is really unfortunate um it also is good that i probably won't make a slingle version of any blaster that i do unless it's going to be semi-auto only um just for that purpose now that i've kind of cracked the code on dual compatibility magwell um so yeah, there's an ambidextrous mag release on the blaster too, so uh, mags drop free. So it is, it solves a lot of problems. Um, but no, the the blaster turned out way better than it had had any right to. Uh, I really didn't expect it to turn out so good, and so we tried it out at Kane. I brought five of them, five prototypes to Kane. I had people try them out. Uh, whoever had slangles or angles, uh, <laughs> and it was a hit, and it was. You didn't just have people um, try them out. You had people trying to buy them off of you right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, actually. <laughs> so, um, and then several people have approached me in DMs uh, about when everything is going to be ready so they can build a bushel of them. Um, so it, it'll be ready soon. Um, very soon. I, I think we're pretty much done with changes here, but uh, I posted in the chat, too, that... Uh, a little bonus that I decided to come up with the night before the park war was a pistol mounted grenade launcher that uses the 40 max grenade like ecosystem that I kind of came up with. Um, and that just takes everything over the top because you can shoot mega XL at a hundred FPS through a rifled adapter and you could shoot, uh, like 10 X half darts or 12 X, um, like six, twelve or sixteen x hyper. Um, also, if you're using the half dart shell, you can just stuff it full of fifty caliber balls and shoot like thirty of them. <laughs> um, so it's just I want to see that. It's just egregious firepower. Um, and yeah, no, I've I've just been very happy with how everything turned out. Um, and I'll have that grenade launcher file available too. It's a really simple print and design. Um, and for places that allow them, it's just, it's a, it's a lot of fun to just unload a mag and then with, uh, your middle finger, just pop the grenade off and then drop a mag and put a new mag in there, swap the grenade out. And it's just, uh, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. We'll see some pictures and stuff and I'll probably start making posts. Um, I do have an Instagram account now, old fusion designs, so you can, find me there and follow and see some teasers and videos and stuff. But Adam, um, I got it. Adam, gotta, Adam what? what else do you have? Um, a, a store? Badges. 
Oh, I have patches now. Yeah, yeah. Old Fusion Designs has patches now. So uh, they will be up on the Etsy store very soon. Um, and you can buy an Old Fusion Designs patch. He's so not the only I have... one either. Detroit Dartworks has new patches too. Yeah, Detroit Dartworks has patches and they are awesome. Um, I and do. Uh, Alex has been shit shaming me for just having patches and stickers and other cool merch. And I just shovel my year and a half old STLs. So I, I've had to come up now and get with the times and design a freaking blaster. So, but uh, if, just if, just a quick aside again for anyone listening: quick. if you're coming to End War, specifically FoamCon, Adam and I, Old Fusion Designs, and Detroit Dartworks will be sharing a table with Detroit Dart Talk. So you can come buy our patches in person and maybe other things too. Yeah. Buy some blasters. I'll probably bring some quicks for purchase. I won't have blasters. So bring some, bring some prints, print some, print some shenanigans. I don't know how many I'm going to bring, but I'll probably, I might bring three or four or if I get really motivated, 10 cause dudes end wars like a month away. That's crazy. I got to start printing. Z13 is a week and a half away. End War is literally, literally a month. This is bad. I need to order stuff. Holy crap. Z13 is only a week away. Week and a half. This is not good. I need to build more blasters. I got so many designs in my head. Anyways, that's my trash. All right. I'll just add as a beta tester for this project. Um, it has been absolutely amazing to see how quickly adam designs and iterates like it puts anything i've ever done to shame with just how he can think about something and just like an hour later he's like i think i've got it solved here to the point where he was pushing out updates and like hey all right try this version four and i was like i i still trying to put together version three stop and then oh version five's out now and then like it's amazing it's it's truly awe-inspiring to see i don't think i've i've been in a few betas now never have i been in a beta that moved that quickly uh yeah i i have to really thank my my beta squad um and ofd beta testing is open up open to any patreons uh and then there was a, a few other people outside our patreon group that um i knew would be good beta testers so valor is one of those um but y- yeah no th- thank you for putting up with my like daily github updates of the closed beta because it was like i'd think of something and then run into cad real quick and make the change between a meeting or something and then post the update and then have things printing um so it was a little bit breakneck pace so i apologize for that it's just it's just like I if I have something on my mind I know I have to get it done otherwise if I wait too long it's just going to like it's just going to fade into the ether and then I just won't get it done so you're a shark you're a shark designer you just have to keep going <laughs> yeah I I think so so what's next on the agenda my agenda or our agenda your agenda well uh everybody's been screeching for a uh, straight talon flycore which is definitely on the list yeah. Uh and then a I've got a blaster that I have in mind sketched out for the straight talent version. And then um the styling is gonna be very different. Um it'll be mag and grip and straight talent, mag and grip. 
yeah, straight talent mag and grip probably for the first one. Uh, and then one of our beta testers, Oak, uh, did something that blew my mind because he placed a 15 millimeter solenoid uh, where the pusher assembly would be on a fly core and like the width and everything and where the pusher sits is couldn't be more perfect. So um, I'm thinking there needs to be a 15 millimeter stroke solenoid fly core now. Yes. So that you get the little daka dakas and uh, baby dakas. And it's perfect. Okay, so it's perfect because the Flycore is horizontal flywheel only, right? Because if you orient your flywheels vertically, you have issues with pusher throw, right? So you can't use a 15 millimeter solenoid on a vertically oriented flywheeler, um, especially if it's using like full size wheels, because you just don't have the stroke um, if it's going to be like uh, mag and grip or something that has really tight packaging. So. It needs to be basically horizontal flywheels. Uh, actually, yeah, you can't you can't do vertical flywheel. Uh, full you can't do vertical oriented full size flywheel with a fifteen millimeter solenoid. You can't do it because a magazine won't fit. All right, brain just posed an interesting question. If it was a sideways mag, could the wheels then be vertical? <clears throat> yeah, you could run Raider mag. That's an idea, brain, you bastard. <laughs> Wait, actually, you know, just, you know, screw it. Yeah, just basically, well, you know, all right, no. So you take the fly core, and then you just rotate it sideways. Boom, your wheels are vertical. Alex, are you running into any of this issue? Because yours is oriented the way that he's talking about. FTW. Yeah, mine's fly of the world, so it's teeny wheels, Uh, and it's it's the big boy solenoid, because the way I had to set it up, I, there's more space between the magwell too gotcha. uh, than the cage than is like optimal just because that's the way the internals of the takedown kind of space okay. things out to be gotcha yeah so um, i had to use the big boy solenoid i would have much rather used a smaller lighter one because that that thing has some heft to it It does it does but it kicks so yeah <laughs> the 35 millimeter noids feel really good i have two ftw ones that i need to do something with well, um, now that you're talking about a 15 millimeter one in a fly core, like my heart skips a beat because think, I'm sold on solenoids after making this thing. Yeah. So, yeah, solenoid in an act, something that's actually well designed. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I'm thinking like for the solenoid core, um, something like a like a cyberpunk space Mauser. Um, so mag forward to give a little bit better packaging room and stuff. And then DL 44, like if you have enough room, you could do like an Arduino in there and then you have a select fire thing. And, um, I don't know. I got, I got ideas. I got ideas. Oh, that's cool. Brain. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Just flip the fly core on its side and then boom, you have your vertical flywheeler that, uh, can take a Raider mag style it's really not a bad idea it's a good idea brain so yep that's Flycore, and that's um that's micro booper micro booper is the um is the pistol mounted grenade launcher i'm tentatively calling micro booper boop the snoot yeah because the the big grenade launcher is, that i made yeah. was the snoot booper sb1 so this is the sb1 or mb1 i love it micro or mini booper cool all right we moving on to shout outs sure Let's do it. All right. What do you guys got? Um, I kind of already shouted out Tom for helping me 
get the parkour going. Like I really could not have done that without his help. Um, trying to think if I have any other shout outs since then. Uh, I'll just shout out Tom and Adam. Adam for letting yeah. me be part of that beta and letting me scream at him and mess his designs up and literally poke holes in them. It was fun. Yes. Th- thank you, Alex, for I-, I have to thank Alex specifically because like if there was ever something wrong, he just like immediately he's he wasn't he's like the ideal beta tester because he's not afraid to speak his mind on something, even if it hurts. So we just runs around my my baby dinghy just drilling holes in it and I have to patch it up in CAD. So as a result, there were ten versions of the fly core. Uh, and Alex is responsible for some of those. I was literally meaning the grip where I literally found that you had modeled holes into your design the way slicers well, work. Mm-hmm. Since, you know, you don't update your goddamn slicer. Lit. I fixed it, didn't I? Now everybody's grips print without holes. And it's the best damn grip you'll ever feel, people. It It is, honestly. Best uh, 3D so the printed grip, the... grip or best grip ever? I'll say 3D printed because the yeah. Nightingale grip is pretty. See, bent. for me, the best grip I've ever held is the Mark One. Oh, yeah, Mark One's good, but Mag and Grip, Mag and Grip. Yeah, that's okay. the key. All right, it's de- definitely not the Cyber Ninja. Oh yeah, keep the Cyber Ninja's name out of your mouth. That's what I am. Darts fire. <laughs> Brain. <laughs> oh my god. Um. That's going to be my challenge, is making a mag and grip straight talon magwell not feel like dog shit. Um, so, I don't know. I, I like I like the mag and grip, because it, it is quintessential pistol, right? So, I just want to do that. And to be honest, the shells are whatever. The real treat is the fly core, right? Fly core is what matters. The right. shells are just whatever. All icing. right. I'm going to do... Go ahead. They're just icing. Yeah, I'm going to do my shout out. Uh, I'm cheesing it a little bit. So my shout out's going to be Tim because Aww. Tim always wrangles the cats in terms of getting us together and recording. And he does all the editing and he fixes all the sound issues and all of that stuff. Whereas like we're just floating through the chats and Tim's like grinding away on recording and, you know, putting out the episodes and stuff so um thank you for your efforts and well thank you for yeah. uh for <laughs> being on this it. journey with me um I, I i i always feel like i was kind of a um tag along a third wheel when the podcast started because it was tom and eric and connor talking about it. i was like hey i'd be in for that um so i'm i'm glad that you know what what's uh Three years later, we're still doing it. Yeah, this has been great. This has been an amazing experience. Oh, yeah. I will shout out Jeff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, little Jeff. He's a good boy. Uh, I also, and, and I'll wait to list everybody off until the next episode, because then I'll know, you know, everybody that needs to be shouted out. But everybody that's donating stuff to the next Z13 for our raffles, because we're, we're doing a raffle um, in July. No, June. Um, for the one year anniversary of kicking back off after we lost the Dark Club, rest in peace, mm. Detroit Dark Club. Um, or one out. So it'll be one year. So six events. This will be the seventh event. Um, so we're doing raffles, and this is going to go to the club, um, to help buy stuff. Um, like we're gonna get some extra batteries to for our radios for End War, and we're gonna look at some 
uh, easily transportable pop-up cover and, and things like that to, uh, you know, so, and stuff that might be usable in the laser tag arena as well. Uh, maybe for like, they came upon a midnight clear. So we will uh, hopefully have some fun new toys to bring out to wars for the club to use uh, because of this raffle that people are donating their time and their efforts and their money to. So I'm going to shout out Justin Cooper for getting engaged. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations, Jesse and Coop. I guess we'll wrap this one up um, for Adam, Alex, Tom, and myself, Tim hashtag free stuff. I mean, I feel like we're going to, what, do a little recap of the park war and then let Adam talk about his blaster, and then that's it, right? And then, like, burn down a church. I mean, <laughs> got to be a good church. Uh, it'll be, like, a Catholic church. It'll be one that, like, hates the gays. Well, like, a big one. Like, the fire needs to rage. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. What about a Catholic church? Oh, we're burning down a church after. Well, the stunning lack of silence. Uh, I guess we'll... Lack uh, of silence? Stu- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>